When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Get it, baby. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Welcome to the Drake Sports Media Podcast Network. <laughs> Stories, conversations, and access to everything Drake Athletics. The Drake Bulldogs, Des Moines' hometown team. Welcome to another Drake University football podcast with head coach Todd Stepsis. I'm Chuck Reed. And uh, coach, how you doing? How's everything going? Hey, uh, other than the polar vortex that's out there, it's uh, life is good, man. It's great to be back on campus. Uh, you know, the the guys are around. Um, you know, getting to see them every day, and that 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 definitely uh, brightens up anybody's mood. So uh, things are great, man. We joke about the weather, and it has been cold, and it does affect the way you uh, practice and prepare, doesn't it? It does. Um, you know, there's. Uh, you know, especially now, you know, with, with the temperatures below zero, you know, it's, it's tough to, to get outside. Um, but, you know, we're pretty fortunate in you know, our field house. Um, you know, we've been able to, to get some quality work in these last couple of days when we've been forced inside because of the, the below uh, freezing temperatures. But, um, yeah, you know, it's, you know, the, the players, uh, I think that's one of the things they've learned throughout this whole, um, you know, pandemic is that, uh, you know, to be able to adapt and adjust and, be able to, you know, flip the script and, and, and do something new and 
try something different. And, uh, you know, the coaching staff, you know, the same way, you know, they, they do a great job of, you know, day to day, you know, we try to plan it out, but, you know, sometimes, you know, facility, uh, facility issues kind of run in the, in the way or, or class schedules or whatever it is. But yeah, we, we've done a great job up to this point. You know, we've uh, had, let's see, seven, uh, you know, seven, you know, practices, if you want to call it that, uh, you know, up to this point. And, you know, I feel really good about where we're at. You know, it feels like we've, we've gotten a lot of great work done. How much were those 15 practices in the fall uh, added value to what you're doing right now? Because you're not starting from scratch. You're kind of building on what you did in the fall. And I'm sure that makes things a lot easier for you and the coaches. Oh, it, the, the, the 15 practices we had in the fall really were game-changing types of opportunities because, as you know, maybe not everybody else knows, but as you know, I mean, you know, we, losing that fifth-year class, you know, you had a lot of inexperience in there, you know, particularly up front on both sides. So, you know, to be able to give those guys some, some quality competitive reps um, playing within our system was really, really big. Um, you know, we're, we're putting in a new offensive system. So, you know, having that opportunity to kind of introduce it uh, a year ago, um, you know, back in March, and then to be able to, you know, kind of tweak it in the fall and then, um, and then to, to have it in place and, and, and a good plan to install it here uh, these first uh, couple of weeks has really been phenomenal. Well, let's move on to practice starting up. Uh, you've gotten seven practices in so far. Uh, how did the guys come back after the break? Um, and uh, what's the, the atmosphere like at practice? Yeah, so um, you know, that was one of my big concerns was, you know, when, when we sent everybody home back in Thanksgiving, is that we're, you know, we're going to go about two and a half months without seeing these guys. And it's a lot different than a normal summer heading into a fall is, Man, you know they're you know they're on campus. They're in our facilities. They're working out with our strength staff. You know they're you know they're, our, our position coaches are, are working with them. And so um, you know we're, we're not going to really know where they're at um, until they step foot on campus. I mean, you know we had weekly check-ins and daily check-ins and and whatnot leading up to when they did come back. But you just you never know until you know you see them lace up their shoes and move around a little bit and and um, you know, so I was I was a little concerned as far as I knew we'd have guys that you know, would pick up right where we left off, but you know, some guys they didn't have the the equipment, they didn't have the facilities to to be able to train like they needed to train, and um, you know most of our guys are had to deal with weather, and uh, you know it's hard hard to run outside in the winter time, you know sprint and change directions and, and things like that as opposed to in the summer where you know really you know, we could have gone anywhere, and so um you know. We got back to campus on on Monday, and um, man, you know, it, we hit the ground running. And I was really pleased with with what I saw. You know, we we were putting a big emphasis on strength and conditioning here in the beginning, just to again for those guys that maybe needed uh, a little extra um, work in those areas, you know, they're able to catch up to the guys that are that are ready to go. And man, you know, going in the second week, I feel really good where the team is and what I've seen, um, you know, in our workouts, whether that's strength and conditioning, whether that's in the meeting rooms, whether that's out on the field doing jog throughs, uh, you know, guys are, guys are excited for the opportunity and um, I'm excited to be there with them. We'll get to the schedule in just a moment, but have you noticed a different difference in practice from the fall where 
you really didn't know if you were going to play. And now you've got a six-game schedule set with dates. You know who you're going to play. Um, have you noticed a difference in the players when there's that carrot in front of them that they actually know they're going to play six games rather than in the fall when they didn't know when they were going to play? Uh, I mean, yeah, maybe a little bit, but, you know, that's, that's one of the many things I love about our team and our players is that they do love football, man. They're passionate about the game and, and um, any opportunity to play it with their friends, they, they have tremendous energy and tremendous enthusiasm while they're doing it. So, you know, the fall, they were just happy to be out there. And then here in the spring, you know, they, they see the opportunity of, of the six game conference schedule and, they're chomping at the bit to, to have those opportunities. But, but at the end of the day, you know, we've talked about it kind of over and over here since we're coming back. I mean, not, nothing's guaranteed, just like it wasn't in the fall. Um, same thing in the spring. And you know, moving forward, once we get out of this, you know, this COVID era, you know, it, it, it doesn't change. So I think the guys have really embraced the, the process and, and the day-to-day things that, that we need to do and, and how we need to think and how, you know, every – Every day's a, a championship day. Every day's, you know, is for a win or a loss. And so, you know, our guys have, have done a phenomenal job, whether we're playing a season or not, as far as attacking each day, you know, with um, as much energy as they possibly can. And, um, yeah, so I, I'm excited about the season. They are too, but I don't see a huge difference in um, their attitudes towards football, towards our program, you know, from the fall to the well, let's talk a little bit about the six-game plan schedule. It starts in just over a month, believe it or not. March 13th, uh, San Diego comes to Des Moines. Then you go to Valparaiso. You go to Stetson. Valparaiso comes here. Uh, most teams in the PFL have uh, an opponent where they play twice. Valparaiso is yours. Then you go to Butler on the 10th of April and wrap things up on the 17th of April with the regular season schedule against the new team in the PFL Presbyterian. Six straight weeks, no bye weeks, no nothing, just six straight Saturdays. Um, when you look at the schedule, what are your thoughts? I, I, to be honest, I don't, I don't know if I have any. Um, you know, that, that's one of the things that, that I've tried to preach to players. It, it, the opponent doesn't matter. You know, um, you know we're, we're constantly in competition with ourselves, and, and how can we be the best version of ourselves? So, um, you know, it's six straight weeks, you know, it's something that we haven't done in the past. Um, you know, I think, uh, you know, what that does is, you know, just gives us more um, awareness to, you know, doing the right things and, and keeping guys safe and healthy, you know, and, and we talk about, you know, COVID, everybody talks about, you know, keeping guys from, from getting the virus. And, and yeah, we've got a ton of these protocols in place for that, but and, you know, you know we got to do a good job as coaches to keep them physically healthy, you know, making sure that we don't have the overuse injuries or you know, we don't have these, um, you know, soft tissue types of issues. And, um, you know, so we, we've changed a little bit on, on how we're preparing for this season as opposed to, um, you know, maybe going into a, a season where, um, you know, we have a full roster. You know, that, that's one of the things that you know, I don't know if everybody realizes, but, you know, going into a fall season, you got your 110 guys and, and you're ready to roll. We're here, and you know you're you're in the low 90s to high 80s, and then you start getting some bumps and bruises, and those numbers really dwindle. So, um, you know, when I think of the schedule, I don't really necessarily think about the opponents. It's just a matter of, okay, what do we need to do today 
to make sure when we open up in the middle of March that our team is ready to go mentally and physically. And um, yeah, so I think our plan that we've got moving forward uh, so far so good, knock on wood, uh, um, guys seem to be responding. Well, I do want to add as well that the winner of the PFL will qualify for the FCS playoffs. So it could be more than a six game schedule and that'd be great. The only negative I can think of is it shortens your time frame into the fall. Yeah. But that's a good problem to have being in the playoffs, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, playoffs are, you know, that'd be great. I mean, that's, and, and I think that's, uh, again, you know, what, a, what a tremendous opportunity um, for all of us that are playing this spring, you know, to, to have the potential to, to be involved with, but, you know, to your point, yeah, I mean, you know, the, the, the more games you play, uh, it's more games in that calendar year and, and maybe less uh, recovery time in between. All right. Um, I know you mentioned earlier that the players went home around Thanksgiving and you didn't get them back for two and a half months, but the coaching staff didn't get all that time off. You guys were working hard. You finished up the recruiting class. You signed four players in the late signing period. Why don't we talk about those four guys you added for next fall? Uh, they come from all over Texas, Des Moines, Arizona, and Florida. So you've been out all over the country recruiting players. Why don't you talk about the, why don't you talk about the four new guys? Well, I mean, you know, that, that, that's the great part about, uh, you know, the, the job that our, that our team has done. And when I say our team, you know, it's, it's, it's coaches, it's, I mean, it's, it's everybody, it's, it's administration, it's support staff. And, you know, we, we, we did a, a great job, you know, signing um, 25, you know, up to this point. And so, um, you know, we just had a few holes to kind of fill there, uh, you know, to try to figure out, okay, you know, what are, what are some of the positions that, you know, we need, um, you know, you know, are there guys out there that, you know, we could potentially, uh, you know, that could help us. And yeah, these, these four guys, they, they really did that. Now, there's a few of them that had committed to us, you know, back, um, you know, you know, back, back in uh, December. The first you know, signing so, period. What's that? The first signing period. Yeah, the first signing period. So, um, you know, the first signing period, we've got you know, those 25 guys, but then we had a few guys that, uh, that committed late. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, you know, they were, they were still, um, they were still committed. We just didn't have enough time to get all their paperwork in. So they had to push back to sign now. But, yeah, I mean, you know, the, the, the two linemen, you know, off the top of my head, you know, with Stenton and, and Finn, man, I mean, th those guys, you just turn the tape on and it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Like, they, they are, they are dynamite. Um, you know, you, you watch them, uh, you know, just, come off the ball, change direction, you know, have violence, uh, you know, within their, within their strike. I mean, it's, it's everything that, that you would look for in a defensive lineman when you're thinking about, okay, these are the guys that, um, you know, these, these skills, this is what we're looking for. You know, you know that, that type of athleticism and, and ball get off and, and acceleration and change of direction. And, athleticism. and uh, you know, everybody that watched the, uh, the Super Bowl. Um, and, and you, you know, that's, uh, that, that's, that's the main reason why they won those things. I mean, it was, it was great to see, uh, you know, those guys, um, you know, wreck that game in the Super Bowl. And, and, and these two guys are, are the same way, you know, they, they're, they're phenomenal athletes, uh, phenomenal people too. Like they, they fit in, uh, great with, 
really everything that we're looking for um, in regards to, uh, uh, you know, a, a player, you know, that comes to Drake and, and the reasons that they come there. And then, um, you know, de defensive backs wise, you know, you know, Sebastian Felix, you know, tremendous upside from a size perspective. I mean, he really glides around and, um, you know, definitely a, a bigger DB like, like, you know, kind of like we prefer. So he could do both. You know, he could play, uh, you know, he could play corner, he could play safety. Um, you know, he and his buddy, um, Sebastian Adamski from, uh, you know, down there in Arizona, they're, they're both chomping at the bit to get up here and, uh, yeah, I can't wait to work with with Sebastian, man. He's he is uh, he's he's definitely got a high ceiling, and and I think possesses again all of those skills we're looking for. Whether that's man coverage skills, whether that's ball skills, whether that's tackling and toughness, he's got it. And then you know the the, the tight end AJ Britton. You know um, AJ is you know got size, um, length, and then he's also got skills and athleticism. So um, again, like you see you know, the, the world of football, how it's evolved. And, um, you know, those tight ends are, are, are a big piece of, of weapons and you know, they're big weapons. They're big pieces of offenses that you see. And AJ can be another one of those guys for us that can, you know, that can block the point of attack yet um, be athletic enough in space to cause those matchup issues. So, you know, with, with Stenton and Finn and AJ and, and Sebastian, um, man, you know, you could say, hey, you can have four more guys. Which four would you want in your class? Like those four were, were, the, were the guys we wanted. So, uh, you know, you can, you know, I don't have a crystal ball. You know, they still got to get here and they still got to develop and they still got to earn it. But um, you know, those four, in, in addition to the rest of those incoming guys, uh, man, if, if, if our projections are right, um, we could be talking about this class for a while. Yeah, I think you hit it right on the head when watching tape of these guys, man, they make plays. That's the one thing I noticed jumped out on every one of them. They are playmakers. They're in the backfield making plays. They're downfield intercepting balls. They're catching balls over the middle. They are making plays all over. And uh, uh, I think that's an outstanding foursome uh, to wrap up the recruiting class of 29. And then, you know, you, you, you always say you never quite know what might happen. So you might add one or two more, I guess, before the season starts in the fall. Yeah, you know, we're still, you know, we're still talking to a few guys. I mean, you know, again, you know, you know do we do we need to sign a couple more? Um, no, I mean, we feel really good about, you know, all of our positions that, that we have. But, uh, you know, there are a, a few guys that you know, are pretty dynamic. You know, they're, they're you know, they're interesting uh, prospects that uh, we've been keeping our eye on and, and, uh, and, and talking to and, 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 again, working through um, the process of, uh, you know, getting admitted and, and seeing, um, you know, what, what, what a package would look like and, 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 uh, you know, what tuition would be. So, yeah, you know, maybe a few more, but, uh, you know, these, these 29, man, we're, we're excited. These guys are going to be awesome. Yeah. Great class. Congratulations. Great class. All right. What's the plan for moving forward? You've got a game in roughly a month. I know that sounds strange, but, uh, in the middle of February to, to say something like that, but you've got a game in about a month. What's the plan moving forward? Yeah. So, um, so right now we're doing a lot of, uh, a lot of jog throughs. And so, um, you know, again, it's, it's, it's more about assignments and it's more about fundamentals and it's more about, again, not necessarily competition against the offense and the defense, but mainly competition with myself, you know, like, can I, can I play with great pad level and great posture? Can you know, can I read my keys? Can I get lined up? Can, 
can I have great hand strike? Can I have great hand placement? You know, can I, can I keep my feet moving the right way? And, and so um, you know, that, that's really been the focus here for these first um, couple weeks, along with the strength and conditioning. You know, how much can, can we run them and, and what kind of shape can we get them in? You know, if there's any kind of strength that was lost over those two and a half months, can we get it back? And, and so, um, you know, that, that's really been the focus, uh, you know, these, these first few weeks. But then, you know, one, once, once we're allowed, uh, you know, we'll, we'll go ahead and, and we'll get the pads on and, and, and we'll start banging around a little bit. Again, we got to be safe about it. We got to be smart because, again, you know, we've got a smaller roster. Um, we've got a shorter turnaround as far as, uh, you know, playing in the fall. You know, so, you know, we've, we've got some, um, some things in place to where, hey, you know, you know, we, we've been doing these jog throughs up to this point. Let's let's keep those in the in the daily routine. Um, you know, to maybe cut down on some of the full speed bang reps to, that, that we're going to need to prepare for an opponent or prepare for a game. Um, you know, but you know, let's 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 ramp it up a little bit. So that ramp up time is is going to start next week, and then um, you know, hopefully it'll it'll thaw out around there um, out there. But then uh, we're going to get into our routine. So you know, the routine of you know, a, a shorter, you know, practice, uh, a little lighter on Monday. It's a heavy practices, lots of competition, lots of work against one another on Tuesdays and Wednesday. Um, you know, really backing it off to uh, mainly just a jog through and, and video work on Thursday. And then, uh, you know, Friday, you know, an hour up-tempo practice going into a Saturday where we would scrimmage. And so, um, you know, again, trying to, trying to mimic that game week, uh, you know, trying to, to scrimmage with our guys right around that 12 to one slot on a Saturday, just to get them in a routine. Okay. You know, even though we're not playing for three weeks, this is kind of how the week would feel leading up to an opponent. And okay, let's reset it. This is what it's going to be like now going from one game to the next game. And then, you know, hopefully you know, after that second scrimmage, uh, you know, we'll, we'll start to feel comfortable with that Monday through Sunday routine and, and uh, we'll be ready to roll that first game. You know, it's, you know, you know, making sure too that you know we're we're paying attention to those little things like hydration and nutrition and sleep and you know, soft tissue and mobility work, like all that stuff is really built into the schedule. So, um, you know, we're we're doing everything we can to control the controllables, and uh, you know, hopefully, you know, when we get curveballs thrown at us, we're able to adapt and adjust. Well, one curveball that I'm sure you've been thrown at numerous times, and you'll be thrown at numerous times again. And that's kind of the COVID situation. Right now, the team's in good shape. Uh, you told me earlier that uh, you're testing again today. Um, but uh, that, that really makes it hard, doesn't it? I mean, you really don't know. Um, you know, two teams in the league have decided not to participate in spring football, Dayton and Marist, uh, leaving eight of the 10 PFL members uh, participating. So uh, things are changing. Uh, it's very fluid. But... Uh, I know it's tough to talk about the COVID situation, but uh, it's kind of the elephant in the room, isn't it? It is. And, and that's, you know, credit to the players and credit to the staff, you know, number one, um, you know, for doing such a great job coming in. I mean, we could, we hit the ground running. I mean, you know, the guys were tested, you know, the, the Friday, Saturday before school started. And then Monday was our first full day. And, you know, we got all the results back and we were, we were off and running. And so, you know, they did a good job of, um, being mindful of, the, again, controlling those controllables. So it's like, okay, am I wearing a mask? Yes. Am I staying out of big groups? Yes. You know, so I wash my hands. Yes. You know, so you know, they've, they've gotten to a pretty good routine doing those things. 
and then the testing again is you know hopefully uh, will help us if all of a sudden a guy does um, have a positive test you know we're able to contact trace and and um, you know keep keep the rest of the team healthy but yeah yeah when you if you were to come by and you were to see our team you'll you'll notice that we're doing a ton to to keep those those guys from from getting it you know so whether that's um, during a practice when I mean, everybody's masked up and and we're and we're distanced uh, during practice to having the guys take all their meals from from the cafeteria and, and eat it to go and you know, you know keeping their groups basically it's either the football team or their or their uh, roommates and you know, so you know we're doing everything that we can uh, you know that we can control to to keep uh, our roster is at max capacity you know, as possible so you know the uh, you know, the, the thing I, I, I love about this, though, and, and you kind of hit on it, you know, two teams did decide to opt out. And it just it, it really does feel good from a football program perspective that um, that Drake University wants to give um, our team this opportunity. Um, you know, it would be a heck of a lot easier, um, whether that's logistically, whether that's with travel, whether that's cost. I mean, all those things be a lot easier to to put, you know, push the easy button and, and to opt out and you know, our, our administration and our university is is they're committed to, to making sure this happens for us so you know, I, I know our guys um they notice that and appreciate that and and us as coaches you know we're real grateful to to have leadership that's you know willing to to let us do this and uh you know i just you know it, it's great to to see the, our players respond in a positive way to, to know that, man, football really matters at this school and, and they really do care about what we're doing and, and, uh, and how we're doing it. You're listening to another Drake University football podcast with head coach Todd Stepsis. I'm Chuck Reed. Coach, I've saved the question you can't answer for last, but I think people are somewhat interested. I know you don't know right now, but do you have an idea when it might be announced whether fans can come to the home games in the spring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, man, you know, yes. Yeah. So, so you're right on that. Like there's, you know, th there's no answers or there's nothing that's been um, decided as of today, but I think, uh, you know, and again, everything is gonna, it's gonna be, it's, it's gonna be determined on what the community looks like and what, you know, what Des Moines and what Polk County's, um, you know, looking like from a numbers perspective. But, you know, if you were to look at what's happening now and you know, with our other sports and, you know, seeing, you know, basketball have fans and, and now they're selling, you know, pods and whatnot to, to the general public. And, you know, if, if we can have them, you know, in a 7,000 seat stadium in a nap center, uh, you know, man, why, why not have them in a, in a 14,000 seat outdoor venue? I mean, you know, it feels like, you know, we're moving in the right direction to be able to have that. And, um, you know, so, you know, you know, whether that, you know, I think, um, you know, I think families and whatnot, I think that's, those are, those are probably the most like, you, know, you can't guarantee anything, but those feel the most probable today. But again, as we see us kind of move through the basketball season, how um, they've, they've done a great job of handling fans at, at those games, feel pretty good about, you know, the, the stadium having some fans and and being able to to bring some people from uh, Des Moines out to a game because you know, let's be honest you know there's you know by the time we start playing and you know March and then into April 
know, there's not a whole lot going on from a from a sports perspective. You know, the the winter sports are are wrapping up, and March Madness will be over, and and uh, you know, and there's there's no football games going on in, in Ames or Iowa City. So, you know, why not why not come out on a Saturday and and, and check out the Bulldogs? I think uh, I think that's that's the that's the angle I'm going with. If we can have fans, you know, here's a great opportunity for us to showcase what we have. And, and the team that we have and the, the level of football that we play. And, um, you know, so, so maybe we can get a, a few people out to, to our games that maybe wouldn't have come out in the past. And then, uh, you know, come fall, yeah, you know, you can, you can root for the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones and you can go to those games. But, man, when they're on the road and you're looking for something to do, come out to Drake Stadium and, and check out the Bulldogs because, uh, you know, you'll be, you'll be real pleased with the, the level of football that you see and, and, and the environment that, that, you, that you'll get to see us play in. Um, I, I'm excited that uh, you know we're we're, we're going to be uh, you know kind of kind of the, the thing in town to to do and you know, hopefully by that point you know there'll be less restrictions and, and and more people will be looking for something to do you know finally getting out of the house and and uh, you know looking for something you know fun to to take the family to so uh, yeah there's no guarantees there hasn't actually been any any type of decision made today for football but. Um, again, yeah, just just looking at how things are going right now, uh, I, I'm cautiously optimistic that you know, we'll see some fans out there, and um, uh, it'll it'll be a lot of fun for everybody. And I know people aren't really thinking about going outside to sit and watch a football game today, but you know when you get into the latter half of March and April, it's going to be nice, and uh, yeah, great way to spend a Saturday. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it. So that's all I've got. Anything you want to add? Nope, man, that was fun. You know, we'll 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 get doing uh, more of these once we start playing. And uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, again, it's I'm just tickled to death. You know, I'm 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 super excited about our team and, and the opportunity that that we have and and the progress that we've made in in just this short amount of time. You know, I mean, we've been back on campus for uh, one week and two days, and you know, you you can see just watching the tape. Um, you know, a big difference between day one and day six and day one and day seven. And, uh, man, I, you know, I love what we're doing as a team. And, and I love the, the focus um, that they have as far as just, again, you know, you know, what can we do today? You know, what, what kind of progress can we make today? And then, and then, you know, how can I compete with, with myself? You know, what can I do to, to be the best version of myself? And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's evident it's happened and, and I'm excited about, uh, the product on on Saturdays, no doubt. Yep, well, we're just over a month away, 13th of March, first game at home against San Diego. So practice today and practice leads up to that San Diego game. And uh, good luck to you and uh, good luck to everyone uh, on the team. And uh, we look forward to catching up with you in a little bit. All right, thanks, Chuck. You bet. You've been listening to a Drake University football podcast with head coach Todd Stepsis. I'm Chuck Reed. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back uh, probably in a couple weeks with another one of these, but thank you for listening. And everybody be safe out there and go Bulldogs. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.